This is an attack warning. Repeat, this is an attack warning. Sign on with the devil. So, Brandon, I will start with you. What do you think about the comments? I mean, the numbers are staggering. This is going to seem really, really insensitive. We're going to need a tank. Jim, uh, why have you looked at this president and said, I, I support what he's doing? He's got us locked in a basement. Uh, Frank came to my office, asked me, first of all, he asked me for an airplane ride. So this guy's a wise guy, so I gave him an airplane ride. Like if the Titanic took like four years to sink. Rick! Sign on with the devil. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocate Podcast. I am Brandon. I am joined again by Jim and Franklin. Obviously, election is like, I don't know. This is a weird one for me to set up because I'm like, duh. This goes without saying what this episode is about. Um, but it's going to, we're going to go through the the last, uh, from election day to where we sit now um, on, what the fuck day is it? November 9th? Monday. Yeah. yeah. Um, Monday, November 9th. So we're going to, we're going to go through that, through, through the past week and all of the, the fun, crazy and whatever the fuck it was. Um, but before we do that, I want to get into our high points for the week. I'm going to start with Jim this week. My high point doesn't carry as much weight as last week. But, you know. We're not talking about genocide I, again? I, yeah. I, I still like it. Uh, out of everything that's happened over the past week with the craziness on the election, the only time that everybody's came together and laughed at the same thing is Trump hosting a presser in front of a landscaping business that he thought was an esteemed hotel the Four Seasons. Giuliani holding a presser. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, I love that moment. That was so cathartic. And to their left is a dildo shop. To their right is a crematorium. <laughs> yeah. I just love they put out a press release it, like we will be putting out a, a, a press conference at the Four Seasons so, and you're like oh the hotel I like, no 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 <laughs> doesn't it kind of sum, the strip mall <laughs> it sums up how their week went right yeah to be placed in between a fucking dildo shop and a crematorium yeah. I mean it it is like, kind of icing am I gonna get I, after or do I need to get taken care of I really <laughs> hope that ne- like next week the like <laughs> we're having a press conference at the White House they're like no not the White House the White House the, the restaurant you know that has the same name that it didn't matter. <laughs> Who they were, anybody that I talked to about that story, no matter where they fell in the political spectrum, they laughed. It felt like a fuck. Everything Giuliani does should be an onion piece if he wasn't such an evil piece of well, shit person. And it seems like um, as an event planner, your first job should be to, uh, like, all right, is the building can hold enough people? All right, number two, is it next to a dildo shop? <laughs> <laughs> if, if yes, no. Yeah, right. If yes, at least let's go inside. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um,. So before I get into my high point, I should say, just because I've already done it a couple of times, that uh, so we have a a new – in fact, fuck it. That'll be my high point. I'll save what I was going to do for next time. Um, My high point this week is this new studio setup. Um, Consider – Yeah. I I fucking – It looks awesome. It's 
considerably more practical. I know this is a doing. an audio medium, so they can't tell how shitty our setup has been for the longest time. Yeah. But it looks like a recording studio compared to just on the couch. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, this this is it was a real laissez faire approach that we were taking before. This is considerably more tr- comfortable. Trump and practical. Took, like got out of office and Brandon's like, oh, I guess we need to put effort into this now. <laughs> <laughs> I resent that a little bit, just based on my editing time, but um but yeah, no, I th- I'm very happy with with this. But the reason that I uh, had a preface to this um, is because of the new setup. Um, we're sitting, we're we're arranged a little bit differently, so there may be, hopefully not, um, but there may be some audio issues over the next couple of episodes as I try to work out levels and make sure that we're not picking up on each other's mics and and. Peaking too I think fucking hard. Part of the reason we were resistant to change in the first place, because we had talked about it, is like every time we've had to unplug things and reset up this, mm-hmm. it's never worked, and we have to re-iron out every bug. Yeah, yeah, every single time. Um, I think and, you got it right this time. Well, and I mean, if you even think back to just the cuties episode of like not that long ago, we moved that we moved the studio um, out of the basement. Um, and we had like, we did just kind of a rough setup upstairs and I was really not sad. Like there's a, there's like a slight echo on that episode that I couldn't get rid of because what I didn't think about when I moved it was like, oh fuck, I'm closer to the walls. Oh, this like everything is different. There's like, so anyway, I've adjusted the audio a couple of times already. Um, and so like bear with me for the next episode or two as i try to fucking work this out in real time and then figure out if i got it right as i'm listening back to it (laughs) if you can hear this episode that's a start um so anyway frank what's your high point oh yeah speaking of this being an audio format i have a visual a visual high point well that's good yeah so here brandon i'm gonna let you open this this is Uh, this is fun yeah right Um, so in Frank honor has of this, handed Brandon a package. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, you're gonna be like our uh, yes, yeah, uh, for the audio impaired. Um, so what is this visual impaired? Um, this is in honor of the new studio and also in the fact that your birthday is coming up. But okay. uh, I knew the studio was coming. I was thinking about what to get you. I knew you were we were gonna do this with the studio, so I thought we should get something that could go in the studio. Okay. Do you want to go ahead and open it yes. and see what it is? Brandon is opening the box. And this is from somebody, right? Yeah, this is from uh, OG uh, friend of the show, Christina. Nice. I've got this box upside down. Oh, yeah, it is the hardest box to open, which will be great to listen to. It seems like it. You can rip it. (laughs) It's not squeakiness. Brandon is struggling with the box. (laughs) Brandon is trying to to work this out. What is this? Tissue paper inside of tissue paper. Yeah, that's what we need. Mom, decor, and more. Yeah, which is uh, well, I since I think since we can't get fucking Separatech to sponsor us, and they refuse to return my several emails and DMs. Nice. Uh, we have a new they, sponsor. On they the don't want to get political. They'll lose half their yeah, supporters. We have someone who doesn't give a damn about being political. <laughs> yeah, but for the new desk and the new uh, oh fuck studio, yeah. we got some, some coasters, coasters? Uh, for the three of us that are uh, personalized. These are fucking cool as shit. Yeah, and those yeah, are actually so like kind very, of an afterthought of very, what. Very very nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. These are badass. Well, right. thank you both, yeah, the, Christina uh, and Franklin. There is one more in there, which is the main gift that I actually like. Picked, uh, kind of had input in. The other ones were all her. Just being an awesome uh, fucking sponsor. I should, uh, 
Hold on. And we will put stuff up. Uh, f.bomb.mom.decor at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll put that link in the episode uh, description and notes and the link to the Facebook page and everything. If anybody wants to order some customized uh, glass or cups or coasters and all kinds of different shit. Oh, holy shit. This is cool as fuck. An ashtray with our logo. Yeah. That that also uh, takes some explaining. Whenever I show up to the studio, there is a pile of cigarette butts outside. So (laughs) I thought of something that could be used practically also. Dude, this is awesome. Thank you and thank Christina. Thank you, Christina. That That is fucking awesome. Um. Oh, dude, I'm gonna set this up. I'm not gonna yeah. do it. I'm not gonna. I'm not on gonna air. Do it yeah. On air. Right, yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna just... narrate all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. No, this is fucking cool as shit. Thank you very much. That is awesome. Yeah, she she did. She went above and beyond. That was awesome. Yeah, her. very cool. Um, now I'm waiting to see what she does for my birthday. <laughs> right, which is fucking one day after yeah, my birthday. So, um. So okay. Here we go. We've got an election. Some people are feeling different ways about it. We'll get into that. Um, I'm not going to do... I didn't feel like it was necessary to go into election day itself as far as uh, the sound bites go because we know what happened on election day. There wasn't many sound bites on election day either. No, there wasn't. Um, There were two that I thought were important, and they were the speeches that were given at the end of the night. But if you remember, the three of us were together on election night, and as we were were watching uh, the results come in, it seemed very early on that Joe Biden had a lead in some weird places. Like yeah. it, it seemed like it could be a good night for Democrats really early in the night. Right. Texas was blue. People were fucking texting us about fucking what is going on in Texas. And yeah, like, even though it was low percentage points coming right. in, it, it was he- Texas was heavily favored there for a hot minute. Yeah. And we were losing our minds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting. Then a- as the night went on late into the night, um, it looked like Donald Trump was taking – well, Donald Trump, had like, it had shifted, and now things had started to look more red. I think Michigan was red at the time. Wisconsin was red at the time. Uh, Pennsylvania was The states that we were hoping for were pretty red. Yeah. Like very red right. at the time. Now, granted – That's it, why I was getting nervous on it, election night. Right, and I think a lot of people were. I think a lot of Democrats were, too, because there was a feeling on election day – if you were a Democrat who survived fucking 2016, um, there was a feeling on election day that, oh shit, this is fucking, hap- this can't be yeah. happening again. Deja- again! Deja vu is setting in. I about- mean, and we'll... Uh, and in part, it kind of was the pollster, the polling was the wrong. Polling, yeah, we're gonna, uh, there's gonna be a, like, dude. probably, not this episode, but there will be a dis- decent portion of an episode in the near future about what the fuck is going on with polling and if we even need them. Um, and, and for me, this is mainly for listeners because if you go back six episodes in a row with me, like most people aren't going to realize where I land politically, it, it, with the exception of saying that I'm a big time libertarian. But I wasn't afraid, like I wasn't nervous for like just purely wanting a democratic victory. I was nervous because I didn't want to, like, I, I don't think this country could handle another four years of his rhetoric. No. No, not at all. Um, like, that—that that is the political piece that you cannot 
like it's not tangible. There's no data behind it. It's just yeah. the temperature of the country. Actually, yeah, I, I thought the and best... a lot of a lot of people just like to scoff at that. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, yeah, it, it kind of no, does. It, it fucking matters. Way more people are saying the word civil war like yeah. than they were fucking four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, one of the best headlines I saw like, encapsulated it was uh, America Americans vote to make politics boring again. Which I can only hope is the truth. Please. Which, yeah, please. please. I hope that's not like that would be great. Yeah. You know how much, oppor- how many opportunities we'll have to do like fun, different shit on this on this show if politics gets boring again, rather than just inches away from smashing the panic button. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like seriously, if you like go back and look through the show, if you just like pick an episode, you have no idea what catastrophe we were near. But I guarantee you, we were near one. <laughs> like, and really, the more we <laughs> learn about mental health. Anxiety and PTSD go really hand in hand. Like you yeah. don't have to suffer if like a singular traumatic event. Right. And I feel like that's a lot of this country's temperature right now. Well, yeah. I've been, I've you know, I say it as a punchline, but I've said over and over again and I'm serious about it like to you guys over the the past few years like every one of these grays in my beard is not from being a father like it is 100 percent from watching the news as much as i do and just being like seriously like yeah. is this like you know how why? they say I'm panicking they <laughs> like, say a, a president ages 10 years for every year in the office or yeah whatever. i think donald trump is the like he, he was teflon yeah he, <laughs> like, he fuck it it bounced off of him and went to the entire he, nation he, he aged the american people but mm-hmm. not himself uncle sam looking old as shit yeah uh yeah, I don't know. Um, so at the end of election night, it was if you were a Democrat, it was feeling similar to 2016. If you were a Trump supporter, it was feeling similar to 2016. Now, I remember us having a conversation outside about like, fuck, like this can't be happening again. And I, I, I had, I remember saying to you both that like, okay, but we're we the only thing we're used to is a normal fucking election cycle where if we got to this point in the night there would be reason to be like holy fuck this is what's going on but because of mail-in ballots and because of all the early voting i was still and maybe it was just me fucking trying to grasp onto any hope there was but i was still hopeful that like as the night goes on um that that things were going to flip and it turns out that that's what happened and it but, went hand in hand with everything that we knew was going to happen like we knew that trump was going to lead early just about everywhere mm-hmm. and then biden was going to catch back up as right the mail-in ballots came in yeah the question yeah. was always outstanding of how much would he catch up and how much would right. he overtake trump none of it if, really if at all none of it was really surprising at all because this is the shit that we had been i mean if you remember a while ago, Bernie Sanders gave a fucking speech where he basically said, like, look, you're going to go to bed on election night and Trump's going to be in the lead. Like, and he's going to fucking declare victory. That doesn't mean shit. Like, you have to understand. Like, yeah, we're talking he, about. He, he completely Simpsoned it. Right. Yeah. And, and he did. How, how long did it take him to declare himself the winner? Well, he. The next day. It, well, no. So here's here's what here's what I've got for you. And we'll do them in chronological order. But at the end of the night, when it was. When Republicans were feeling good, Democrats were feeling bad, but we all still really didn't know shit at that point. Um, both campaigns finally came out for a speech. Um, and Joe, and what's interesting here, at least from my perspective, and you can tell me as we go through this episode because we'll have a couple, a few speeches from each of them. I feel like Joe Biden coming out first every single time in the past week has made Donald Trump look now granted Donald Trump has since lost but 
it has made Donald Trump look like he's been on the defensive from election night. Um, the fact that Joe Biden has come out and the the thing that got me the most about that is like, look, the election's over with. Like you're like at that point, everybody had already voted. Anything right. that you're going out here to try to say like public relations style, yeah, isn't gonna matter. Right. Yeah. So, but. Let's go back to election night. On election night, when nobody knew what the final votes were going to be and things were still kind of in Trump's favor, at least in the Midwest, um, Biden, the Biden campaign came out, Joe Biden came out to give a speech. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Your patience is commendable. We knew this was going to go long. But who knew we're going to go into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. But look, we feel good about where we are. We really do. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote, that it's going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient until we uh, the hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over till every vote is counted, every ballot is counted. But we're feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. We believe one of the nets has suggested we've already won Arizona, but we're confident about Arizona. That's a turnaround. We also just called it for Minnesota, and we're still in the game in Georgia, although that's not one we expected. And we're feeling real good about Wisconsin and Michigan. Let me tell you about all 50 and by states, the way, one at a time. It's going to take time to count the votes. We're going to win Pennsylvania. Yes. To be fair, though, he's not wrong. All of the states that he mentioned. Yeah, I'm talking to wrong. folks in Philly, Allegheny County, Scranton, and they're really encouraged by the turnout and what they see. Look, and they love you know, the fact that Jim and Pam ended up together <laughs> as early as tomorrow morning. But it may take a little longer, as I've said all along. It's not my place or Donald Trump's place to declare who's won this election. That's the decision of the American people. But I'm optimistic about this outcome. I want to thank every one of you who came out. So that one guy on his horn the whole fucking time. You <laughs> like, can tell it's the same guy because it's the same tone. It, every it's single the same time. Pitch. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> like um, that's old drunk Mike after the Blues game. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, but the so Biden has a very hopeful message it, that we still don't know anything. But he's still, even though he's not leading in these states at this point, he's still saying, "Look, we're gonna win Arizona. We're going to we're we're gonna come back in Michigan, Wisconsin. We're gonna take Pennsylvania. We're yeah, doing I mean, better in Georgia than we thought we would. Right. Which I remember for a couple of days going back and forth with people about like whether or not Georgia was going to flip and it seemed from I just like it seemed like the trend everywhere was kind of going the same way and so like it wasn't while it seemed very hard to believe early on that Georgia could be in play as as even the first night went on it was like holy shit like he's closing gaps um and so I don't know but I think that it like that it's good that he came out early. I think the reason that he came out early is because Democrats feel like they fucked up in 2000 when uh, 
Bush came out first. When, when well, and the, there's also when the, everything um, was too close, Bush came out first, and Gore always looked like he was on the defensive, and Democrats didn't want to do that. Yeah. And well, especially when you know for a fact that like Trump's gonna declare himself the winner. It's just yeah, a, a, like that's a given. It's right. just when. Yeah, so this almost feels like an, an right? exact reverse. They had of to they yeah. had to wait until they had just enough numbers that it didn't seem like they were jumping the gun. It feels like, but they had to do it before Trump. It feels like Trump's off of his game from the get go. I think COVID might have fucked with his brain. Well, here's thing because like in if this was 2016 i feel like he trump would have come out at 10 o'clock like trump has no fucking shame he I doesn't he would believe come out in at reality 10, 10 in the well, morning and like, be like already he didn't he declare himself the winner like before 2016 before the election yeah day? pretty like, much yeah he's got no qualms about that but i let joe biden finish up here i mean it's not finished up obviously i'm only taking clips from the speech but i just think that there's a tone that we should be uh grateful for you've done a great job i'm grateful to the poll workers, to our volunteers, our canvassers, everyone who participated in this democratic process. And I'm grateful to all of my supporters here in Delaware and all across the nation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And folks, you heard me say it before. Every time I walk out of my grandpa's house up in Scranton, he'd yell, Joey, keep the faith. And my grandma, when she was alive, yelled, no, Joey, spread it. Keep the faith, guys, we're gonna win this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your patience is great. Very hopeful. And I like that. I think that's good. I also think that, too, like, I know I keep I keep fucking drilling this point into the ground, but the more that I see him doing speeches, especially in this past week where he's had to be, like, it's he's basically been updating us with where his campaign is at as this yeah. process has played out, played out. I just can't help but think, like, why did they think dementia was going to work? Like, why? Like, he's done such a good well, job Well, and I'll this tell you, week. the reason why— together and eloquent. Yeah. Because we didn't, like, during the primary, like, once he he clinched the primary and COVID hit, he didn't—like, we even talked about it on the podcast, where's Joe Biden? He's just in his fucking basement. But right. I think they played it safe because they realized, like, we just got to make sure our candidate doesn't get COVID. They did. Because as they don't take it seriously and it spreads through the White House, like, we're going to win this, like, because it is an issue that's going to affect people. Right. And I think that the, the closer we get to election, like, now he has to come out. He has to make these every, you know, well, day Well, they played the updates. game that uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton tried to play with not, like, staying away from the media as, as much as she possibly could. But that it was didn't, for different reasons. But it didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it didn't they, work. Well, like, and you can see the right trying to manufacture the uh, the late COVID October. COVID does help his case. Yeah, you know, but you can see like the right trying and like the and like Giuliani trying to fabricate the same kind of Comey late day like surprise October. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the opening. Come in, and look at these emails. Yeah, exactly. It was the exact <laughs> same story. <laughs> right. So uh, about I want to say I don't know the exact like minutes. Uh, but like about an hour after Joe Biden gave that speech, uh, the White House came out. J- Trump came out to give us his update um, on <laughs> the situation as he saw it. I want to thank the American people for their tremendous support. Millions and millions of people voted for us tonight. And uh, a very sad group of people <laughs> yeah, is trying to disenfranchise that group of people. And we won't stand for it. We won't stand for it, right? His crowd gets rowdy. This uh, aggression will not stand. Yeah. He actually said that 
Biden's going to try to disenfranchise people mm-hmm. when his entire everything like, last month and a half has been unified. His entire fucking well, oh yeah, Biden. Well, the last Biden, yeah. right? Yeah, Biden. The last month and a half has been hammering well, unify the plus country. Plus the fact that Donald Trump's been disenfranchising people for four years as president. How how long is the is the campaign trail? How long does that start? That's Trump has been campaigning nine, nine months since, prior to the election. That's usually about the campaign. Yeah, time. I mean, Trump started his when he took so, when he inaugurated so himself. Day, day like, minus ninety of his presidency, he's been disenfranchising people. Right. Well, but I mean, when was the first time he said Sleepy Joe? Right. Like that's when his campaign started. So, however long he's been fucking, you know. Yeah. I mean, no, he had a, he held a campaign rather like two weeks after his, his inauguration. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like he's been campaigning since right. 2016, and um, it didn't do any good because yeah. So he goes on with most of the bites that I have of Donald Trump include the word bullshit in, in some in the way title. in this in this one. Um, this is the secret bullshit. And we were getting ready for a big celebration. We we were winning everything, and all of a sudden it was just called off. The results tonight have been. Phenomenal, and we are getting ready. I mean, literally, we were just all set to get outside and just celebrate something that was so beautiful, so good. Sounds drunk. Uh, such a vote, such a success. No, what he sounds like. The citizens like, but... of this country have come out in record numbers. This is a record. Just, like, There's he's never been anything like it. Losing to his support shit. our incredible movement. I just love when he fucking tries to play the good guy when everyone knows he's the bad guy. Yeah. Like yeah. he did that in he's the a little f- soft and somber yeah. tone. Yeah, he did that. Um, what was me? He did he that like in fucking, fucking Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, like, kinda. He did that oh, in the last poo. debate though. <laughs> Why you gotta steal my election? It's like, are you taking the high road all of a sudden? Like yeah. you're the guy who like punches right. down. Since we're gonna like, talk about offspring here, mm-hmm. how about your seven children that right. are terrible people? No <laughs> also, shit. Also, I want to explain something to the American people. Release your taxes. Like, you can't make that argument when you're hiding shit from the American people. Yeah. Just, just ridiculous. There's more. We won states that we weren't expected to win. Florida, we didn't win it. We won it by a lot. And... <laughs> We won the great state of Ohio. We won Texas. We won Texas. All of which aren't much of a surprise. No, those should be wins. We won Texas by 700,000 votes, and they don't even include it in the tabulations. Yes, they did. Clearly they do, because you, you know just it. said it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, what? Mm-hmm. So where are you getting your number from there, Donnie? Right? <laughs> also, yeah. don't be bragging that you won Texas as a Republican by only 700,000 votes. That's, that's shitty. That's a loss. The fact that's, yeah. that's an L, dude. You're about to turn that state fucking purple. Yeah, and the fact that he uh, that he's touting Texas at all, like the fact that it was in play. Now, I will say he didn't only win it by 700,000 points. He did win it 52 uh to forty six percent, so like it did, it was solidly. Oh, so red. he's even wrong on his own. Well, fucking... it's a, it's still election night. Oh, that's true. Okay, you know? yeah. I'll so, give him a break. Yeah, so I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, the fact that it was ever close or even considerable is not a reason that, like, that's a reason that you shouldn't be touting this. Like, maybe just yeah. ignore Texas because you yeah. like it I mean, shouldn't have been close. Between him and Ted Cruz, they're turning the state purple. Right. Yeah. yeah. If they wouldn't had a shithead like Beto O'Rourke, it probably would have been already. Right. Yeah. It's also clear that we have won Georgia. 
But we're heavy. up by <laughs> 2.5% or 117,000 votes with only 7% left. They're never going to catch us. They can't catch us. You remember Likewise, that old adage, don't, count, or don't put all your ducks in a row? I just love it. It's so perfect. They're never going to catch us. They can't catch us. Where we're up 1.4% or 77,000 votes with only approximately 5% left. They can't catch us. No surprise. We won Still not called as of today. Of sudden, I said, what happened to the election? <laughs> it's off. And we have all these announcers saying, what happened? And then they said, oh... Because you know what happened? They knew they couldn't win. So they said, let's go to court. And did I predict this, Newt? Did I say this? I've been saying this from the day I heard they were going to send out tens of millions of ballots. I said exactly. Was he just like, was he, was he shaking a magic eight ball before he went out there? For I like this, this new Trump. Should I say this? All signs point to no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he just, I don't know. Is he, that a new catchphrase he's trying to get out there? They're never going to catch, catch us. Can't catch us. <laughs> That'll be uh, when he starts the Trump News Network. And instead of like somebody, fair and balanced, they're never going to catch us. Just the degree stuff deaf guy from Family if Guy. Somebody <laughs> hasn't, Ain't never going to catch me. If somebody hasn't already <laughs> auto-tuned that just because of the fucking times, like the signature yeah. that it's on, like he, the internet's wait, failing. Wait, it arrived wait in for auto-tune the news. Yeah. Yeah. Auto-tune oh the God. news has got it already. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Oh, what do you mean they get so How can ask, he take this tone of they're never going to catch us when he has to admit defeat that they're stealing the election? Uh, the, the fact that you're out there saying they stole the election from you and it's looking bad, even though you were supposed to be celebrating. It's not about— How is that, like, it, it, it doesn't—the two ideas don't make—they can't both be true at the same time. I don't think that he thinks about it in terms of convincing us. I think he thinks about it in terms of convincing himself, and he can convince himself of well, anything. That, that's classic— narcissism yeah i think he it's would projection onto everybody else of what he right. really wants it to be i think he would pass a lie detector test like if you fucking yeah, he truly really believes yeah it. if you ask i him, don't know if he knows what the truth is honestly he, at this point he doesn't know what the truth the, lie be- is. the truth benefits him that's all the truth is and and lies when they involve him lies are only things that can be perpetuated against him in his brain um but, you know, like, I don't think that I, – I don't – yes, I think he could pass a lie detector test. I think he really believes this was stolen from him because that's what he wants to believe, and that's what he convinced himself. So uh, you asked, though, how how quickly would – did he uh, declare victory? I don't know if they called it a declaration on election night, but we have this. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. We did win this election. So that's a declaration. We did win 100%. this. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if everybody in the room is applauding because they're drunk or if they're like North Korean citizens. Well, they, they have to applaud. Well, it's like fucking Giuliani and Ben Carson and Kushner. Like A, they, a light goes on. There's your please clap moment. Yeah, they're just... It's just I every time I hear the audience cheer, I just imagine a room full of Kushners. <laughs> Q people. Yeah. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop 
We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. Bam. Yeah, so it's clearly a declaration. Yeah, he. We, I have already twice. won it. Uh, On election uh, night. What time did that come out? Like 8 o'clock, I, 9 o'clock? No, no, that was late. Like it was late when they, because you guys had left already when they, oh, when so Biden came out. Oh, so more like out. 1 in the morning or something? Probably yeah. East Coast time at least. The last bit there, I don't know if he, if that was really a declaration though, because the last bit makes him sound really scared. Oh, he's scared. Like he knows that he hasn't won it, but like he... But he knows he's like he knows it's either he's either wanted or it's going to be stolen, right? Like, I don't know. Like, Donald Trump just is. I'm not. I don't care what he was thinking in that moment. What I do know is that as a president of the United States, you should not be ever in an election cycle uttering, "I don't want them." They need to stop counting votes i don't want them to find more votes especially when we're talking about a pandemic the reason that they're finding votes at four in the morning is because we're in a fucking pandemic and they've been storing millions of votes and you know what a real like a government that was actually fucking thinking every election though like not on this scale but every election they're counting mail-in ballots through the night in the next days a fucking leader would have made the election a fucking two-week cycle and we could have had this like maybe have election day on a weekend yeah yeah, it's just give me yeah, a Saturday stupid. that I, I don't can go think, vote. I don't Not think the uh, Tuesday. I don't think the argument stop the voting holds much weight when your opponent is saying saying uh, make every vote count. Like the election's not over until we've counted every right. vote. So I don't know about how you guys were feeling. Well, I mean, I know that I stayed up very very late election night, but you know, I do remember the news uh the following morning um i remember waking up feeling like shit like the, like i went to bed with the fucking world hanging on a thread and not, and like i needed coffee so i had my coffee and i woke up to this this is cnn special live coverage 10:31 a.m. on the east coast why am i giving you the time well if you managed to sleep last night things changed you may have gone to bed thinking this election was headed one way And then you woke up and you saw things were different and maybe trending, trending increasingly in another direction. Phil Mattingly at the Magic Wall, you've got a neat tool to show this. Yeah, look, so this is the map right now, right? We've been talking about this for the last several hours. It's shifted in the last several hours, but what was happening beforehand? You can talk to a lot of people who, if they were big Trump fans, big Trump supporters, went to bed probably pretty happy. Big Biden supporters, not super happy. So let's kind of track through this. I want to walk through how things have changed. This is it 1 a.m. in the morning? Look at Nevada, look at Wisconsin, look at Michigan, look at Pennsylvania. Well, just keep Pennsylvania where it is. Flip to two. All of a sudden, Nevada flips. All of a sudden, Wisconsin starts to flip. Sorry, this is 5 a.m. This is 5 a.m. One more. Michigan as well. So I'll take all these off, and I want to watch it again, because just the progression throughout the night, yeah. as we were live on television talking about this as it happened, as things looked very, very good for the, for the Trump campaign, particularly in the Midwest, Pennsylvania into the Midwest, Nevada as well. So we're waiting for a vote to come in. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 9.05 a.m., and you just watched it. And we talked about the progression over the last several hours, the progression in Wisconsin, the progression in Michigan, the progression that may be happening in Pennsylvania. There's a reason for it. So Explain. Do all these 
news anchors? Do they they have just cots at the office? Like, of the- it, it makes me think that there's got to be a room in the studio that they can just go get a couple hours worth of shut-eye here and there. Pretty much, and a lot because of them... Because they were there the whole week. A lot of them I don't are, think any of them went home. I don't think so either, and a lot of them are there, like, for, like f- fucking Wolf Blitzer must have been pulling, like, 20-hour days. Well, like, and you gotta, you gotta know, not just the anchors, but the crew itself. Like, the cameraman, everybody that works yeah. that whole election cycle, one of right. the, they're... They, that, I don't that know is, if they leave the office. That is their Super Bowl. They bring yeah. out their MVPs, like their best cameraman is probably there fucking constantly. Well, and they, and that's true because yeah. like the guys, who, the A squad. I guarantee you though that anybody like a CNN and NBC, uh, the the big ones, they probably have a dedicated room just because when shit breaks, when a Katrina happens or a nine eleven, you yeah. have to have that. I don't well, know. Yeah, obviously the, coverage. the the camera and the audio crew, they just get cots in the in the, the I warehouse will say, room. They go to was it Matt, what, what, Matt Lowers? What, they get locked in his fucking watching. Blitzler's got himself a pillow top mattress somewhere. Watching <laughs> CNN during a fucking election with their like counting it down county by county, neighborhood by neighborhood for like days is the most fascinating. Thing. It's like it, I imagine uh, if you like, I imagine the the way that I would feel if I was like trading on like the the like Wall Street floor like if i was at like the new york stock exchange like in that room or at least the way we classically see it like just like it's just numbers Dude, for days just i was numbers getting and numbers freaked and numbers. out but like and it but it would be hard for them to not be able to call it first right yeah. like they've got so much information watching just it, going i was laughing that night we were watching the results come in because they have that big like interactive map they can hit and they would go like into a state, into a certain county, and they start looking at towns, and then they would go through tw- how they voted in twenty sixteen. They kept they kept getting some oh, detail. Yeah. I kept, broke it down. I kept to waiting the, for to them the to go level. like into a town, down to a house, and be like, "This is how this motherfucker voted in twenty sixteen." Tommy, they, they didn't Tommy Lee Jones, that much, but yeah, <laughs> Tommy Lee kept, Jones and Men in Black they kept, looking for yeah. his fucking yeah. girlfriend. Um, yeah, I don't know. But the reason that I play that clip, I know that there is some like visual cues in in that clip, but I think that uh, one of the like I think it's important to note like the timeline that like because there is like this because there is a group uh, in fact a large group that are either in denial about the election results or like whatever that are pretending that like oh these these votes came in in the middle of the night yes as would happen when you're counting shit in 24 hours a fucking day like they also came in at 10 in the morning and one in the afternoon and like well 2016 it, was the same way like we all to, I went to bed knowing that Trump was probably going to win I didn't know until I woke up and checked right you know like it, you almost never do unless you stay up super late it's almost the always the early morning hours of the next day right so he goes on to explain they counted election day vote first in person vote first that throughout the course of the night, throughout the course of the country, east to west, skewed heavily Republican. And that was by design. President Trump worked on that in-person. They blew out their in-person goals almost across the country. What was left? Well, the opposite of what was happening in Ohio. What was left was early vote. How did early vote skew? Very heavily Democratic. Where did it come from? Largely urban population centers, largely suburbs. In other words, Democratic strongholds in these two states, and we're still watching as it happens in Pennsylvania. Just a couple of hours ago, Pennsylvania was about 630,000 votes. 630,000 votes. 
550,000 is still a huge mountain to climb for Joe Biden. But it's 80,000 less. But it's 80,000 less, and that has happened in the course of an hour. And why is that happening? Because mail-in ballots are coming in. More than a million mail-in ballots outstanding, in large part from southeastern Pennsylvania, Democratic stronghold, Allegheny County, Democratic stronghold. So that's the progression. That's why it happened. Mm -hmm. That's why you had, sometimes it looked red, and then all of a sudden it flipped blue, sometimes vice versa. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's different. What's different about this election is when things are being counted. It's all exactly what we were told to expect. Um, <coughs> you mean it's going according to the, the commie the plan? Of. Right. Is that what you mean? <laughs> the globalist plot? Yeah. Predicted Chi programming. with Chi-Com's involvement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no, but we all knew that, like, we've been talking about this for a while, the fact that, like, because of mailing voting and, like, I don't know if we have a exact number of what, voter turnout was but it was going to be really high much higher than 2016 right and because of the pandemic and the fact that we haven't voted during a pandemic during you know fucking for a hundred years yeah like maybe we, if we, we even did yeah the fact that bernie sanders came out and said it like he wasn't the only one a lot of people were talking about like i if you read 538 they that was one of the things they were factoring into their uh election night coverage is they were like taking in all the results it's like hey we we're going to have to wait because they can't start processing mail-in ballots until the day of the election anyway. Right. And they can accept them up to, what, like three days afterwards as long as they're postmarked by the by the election day or whatever or the day before? Yeah, yeah it's election day postmark. Yeah. Not, not, so like, not a rival. Yeah. So by Thursday, they were still getting, a, you know, I don't know how many. I'm guessing most people voted earlier that, you know. But and I'm it's sure not always people, election day. Yeah. Like they all – Every state and even down to every county will have different dates in which they tell you that it has to be mailed out by. Yeah. And we have states that do a complete mail-in ballot, and then more states were pushing for but, that. But that's just know. what they—that's just what they tell you, and sometimes it doesn't match the the law of the state. Now, the, so the question that a lot of people are speculating on—it's—it's it's whether or not. The, it has to be postmarked by election day or postmarked by whatever day to ensure that it gets there on election day. Th this is the argument. Yeah, even that, I don't see that throwing out enough votes to make a difference at this point. He's winning I, by like 4 I million. I agree, but this is the big argument that the skeptics have. Yeah. Now, we're going to jump ahead a little bit to, um, I believe it's Thursday, when what Donald Trump told me, or, or what, what did, when... Oh, he called you up? <laughs> yes, he did. When Donald Trump told us... Tell him he throws me a plane ride, <laughs> fucker. They're never going to catch us. It's big picture, starting on the East Coast. Last night, when you went to bed, you probably saw these two states shaded in in that light red color, meaning that President Trump was still leading in those states. Well, in the early morning hours, overnight, really, uh, Joe Biden continuing to cut into that lead until the point where he eventually flipped both Pennsylvania and Georgia into the blue category, meaning he's currently leading. Now, there are still thousands of votes to count in both of those states state. So that could still, in theory, flip for President Trump. I know his team is hoping that that is what is going to happen. Let's take a look at Nevada for a second, our state here. We just got a new round of uh, votes this morning, and this is really to uh, helped former Vice President Joe Biden to expand his lead in the silver state. You see now 49.7 to 48.1. Joe Biden now clinging to a 21 or so thousand lead, uh, vote lead here in the state of Nevada. That could be key coming down the stretch. Let's bring it out back again uh, to the vote totals here. And this is a great uh, little table we've got. Look at how close the races are in Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Arizona. And look at 98, 99, uh, excuse me, 90, 98, 87, and 99% reporting. Big picture here is still more votes to count. So the point there is that uh, by Thursday, he not only had 
things shifted from the last time that we had heard. I think we had already heard Joe Biden come out and say something again. His campaign had released a statement. I don't know if you I can't remember if he gave a speech in between uh, Tuesday night and Thursday, but I know that Trump hadn't. And so Thursday rolls around and now not only has have things shifted, but now things are not looking good. If you're in Donald Trump, if you're on team Donald Trump, um, because now you've lost Michigan and Wisconsin already. Arizona's in question. That wasn't that wasn't yeah. going to happen. Thursday was the point where I was comfortably safe with saying, OK, now it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Now we just need like, all right, just count it and finish it. And I didn't think it was going to take until until Saturday come Thursday. I was but... pissed that it took until Saturday yeah. because I had it on Friday for my prediction and <laughs> like it was some bullshit. Um, but the uh, but yeah, it Thursday was Thursday was a problem for the Trump campaign. Biden saw that and Biden played offense again. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We don't have a final declaration of victory yet, but the numbers tell us it's clear, tell us a clear and convincing story. We're going to win this race. Just look at what has happened since yesterday. 24 hours, we were behind in Georgia. Now we're ahead, and we're going to win that state. 24 hours ago, we were behind in Pennsylvania, and we are going to win Pennsylvania. And now we're ahead, but uh, we're winning in Arizona, we're winning in Nevada. And in fact, uh, our lead just doubled in Nevada. We're on track to over 300 electoral votes, electoral college votes. And look at the national numbers. We're going to win this race with a clear majority with the nation behind us. We've gotten over 74 million votes. Let me repeat that, 74 million votes. That's more than any presidential ticket has ever gotten in the history of the United States of America. And our vote total is still growing. We're beating Donald Trump by over 4 million votes. And that's a margin is still growing as well. One of the things I'm especially proud of is how well we've done across America. And we're going to be uh, the first Democrat to win in Arizona in 24 years. We're going to be the first Democrat to win Georgia in 28 years. And we've rebuilt the blue wall in the middle of the country that crumbled just four years ago. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, the heartland of this nation. I know watching these vote tallies on TV moves very slower, slow, and it's and as slow as it goes, it can be numbing. But never forget, the tallies aren't just numbers. They represent votes and voters, men and women who exercise their fundamental right to have their voice heard. And what's becoming clear each hour is that record number of Americans of all races, faiths, religions chose change over more of the same. They've given us a mandate for action on COVID, the economy, climate change, systemic racism. They made it clear they want the country to come together, not continue to pull apart. The people spoke, more than 74 million Americans, and they spoke loudly for our ticket. But while we're waiting for the final results, I want people to know we're not waiting to get the work 
done. And then he goes on uh, and gives his plan. Like, he sets up his plan for the pandemic and economic stuff. And, like, he kind of goes through some some of his, like, campaign talks policy, like a politician. Yes, he does. Uh, uh, I've missed that. But the reason I said that he goes on offense in the beginning is because, again, he's coming out ahead of the Trump campaign. Because it's all but over at this point. Like, they're, they're waiting... They thought that they were going to come out and announce victory, and that's why he starts out. We all did. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, we and thought Friday night, like, for sure that's going to that be the night. They're, they're going to tell us that Pennsylvania is his. He's been leading now. Like, they're going to tell us, and that's going to be – that's going to do it. And I Honestly, think I think even if he would have taken one because Trump needed four all four to win, right? Yeah. More yeah, at yeah, this but point, yeah, but Pennsylvania needed, was the cl- yeah the clincher. It, it was the okay. There's no coming back from that. Like, there's no way. There's no tie. There's no shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. just that's it. That's game. Like at that point, it was that's Anselm. Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Nevada. Now we pretty much well knew that Arizona was going to be in the bag for Biden, but most news sources weren't counting it out of immense caution, right? And Trump would have had to win, you know, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and one of the two. And it was uh, already looking Nevada or Arizona. And it was yeah. already looking clear by Friday that, like, although they couldn't call it, Trump had not held on to the states he had flipped and stolen from Clinton. Yes. And that was the bad news. And he had, had lost, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Like, Trump had to hold on to those. He had to hold on to those, those you know. Right traditionally blue states that he had flipped by real narrow yeah. margins thursday what? night into friday i just i started getting frustrated a little bit with uh it not the, being the election called. workers and that not the workers themselves but the leaders of the counting sites they'd come out and say like oh we're gonna be done you know by friday morning oh shit one yeah, of them stop, one day stop saying that just like yeah do your shit yeah. Go ahead and tell me that it's going to take a long time. Don't yeah. tell me that it's going to be done by Friday morning and you come out there Friday was one morning of them, and be like, eh, I don't remember we're what, still working on yeah, it. What state it was or what county was like, we're done counting. And it was like noon on like Thursday. They're like, yeah, we're done until tomorrow. And I was like, how about you just don't announce that? How yeah. about you just yeah, say like, you won't know to go yeah. home. Jesus. <laughs> We know why are you knocking off at noon? Gee, fuck. Yeah. Like we get it. You have to. So in some cases, you should allow them to sleep. But oh the, yeah, I'm sure they they were overworked and yeah. But like, don't announce it. We don't. We don't like out of Well, and I I realized the and the reason <laughs> they do announce it is because of the situation Trump has put us in. They need ultimate transparency so right. that people don't believe that this election is being stolen because there is no right. evidence of that. So they can't even have the like the smallest inkling that there is because people already believe it based on nothing. You yeah. can't give them ammo. True. Yeah. Then, and with like like I said, with the workers, you know, you can't fault them. Because it can't be like a scene out of House of Cards where you just lock ten people in a room and right. say you're not leaving until this is done. <laughs> Thank God that Joe Biden's like whole like tone and approach um, is vastly different. Cool, from, and collective from what we're used to. I think that I thought that this was a good line. Look, we both know tensions are high. They can be high after a tough election, one like we've had. But we need to remember. We have to remain calm, patient. Let the process work out as we count all the votes. You know, we're proving again what we've proved for 244 years in this country. Democracy works. Your vote will be counted. I don't care how hard people try to stop it. I will not let it happen. The people will be heard. 
Our journey is toward a more perfect union, and it keeps moving on. In America, we hold strong views. We have strong disagreements, and that's okay. Strong, strong disagreements are inevitable in a democracy. And strong disagreements are healthy. They're a sign of a vigorous debate, of deeply held views. But we have to remember the purpose of our politics isn't total, unrelenting, unending warfare. No, the purpose of our politics, the work of the nation, isn't to fan the flames of conflict, but to solve problems, to guarantee justice, to give everybody a fair shot, to improve the lives of our people. We may be opponents, but we're not enemies. We're Americans. No matter who you voted for, I'm certain of one thing. The vast majority of the almost 150, Ameri 150 million Americans who voted, they want to get the vitriol out of our politics. We're certainly not going to agree on a lot of issues, but at least we can agree to be civil with one another. We have to put the anger and the demonization behind us. It's time for us to come together as a nation to heal. It's not going to be easy. We have to try. My responsibility as president will be to represent the whole nation. And I want you to know that I'll work as hard for those who voted against me as those who voted for me. That's the yeah. job. Yes. Yep. It's just like, it's nice to like pot savor that for a second. <laughs> no, I almost. Because like every fucking time that we've ended a clip or land or, or ended a point abruptly on the show for the last couple of years, the feeling is always like despair and like the pit of our stomach. Like that was like, we paused for happiness there. That was oh, good. I, no, and I'll agree with you. That's a well-written speech and it's, it has a great, I fucking agree with the message a hundred percent. But I think after four years of Trump, the bar is set so low that he could have knocked it out of the park. Just being a, a, a person, a, a president-elect who just goes like, his message was just like, hey guys, how about we don't be a dick? Yeah, that's fine. That's all you had to say. And but, it would have had this, I would have been like, man, that's a great message. Yeah, like, but here's the thing. We need that. Like, we need, oh, we totally we do. need that to speech that he gave. demonize the people who voted against him. To right. Not be like, nice, it, warm and fuzzy. Like, and we got, like, I guarantee you in Biden's head, if you got to talk, if you sat down for a beer and you're like, what do you think of people who vote for Trump? He'd probably be like, I think they're delusional idiots. Yeah. And he probably, like, I don't, like, Right. That's probably what he believes, but I love the fact that he's not going to use that. He's like, right. He's not going to stoke the fires because that's not a win for him. Well, you can't. It's unbecoming of the office. Right. Wait, no president has ever fucking run on dividing the country more. And I love that Biden has clearly shown you, that that's not going to be his approach. Unbecoming of the, of the office is something that you can say, but if you were a Trump supporter, I would be like, hey— Sit the fuck down. <laughs> like no, I'm no, no. I'm not saying it for Biden. No, I'm saying, like I get it. Yeah, unbecoming okay. of the office okay. in general. But like we're at this like weird spot now where like only certain people can say that. In, somebody who in, didn't vote for Trump in 2016. Like if somebody, <laughs> or if somebody <laughs> relentlessly <laughs> defended Trump for four yeah, years, don't tell thing. me about yeah. fucking, not the voting, but the defending even, him. Even for three, and then and then. I said, like, Trump Trump supporters are going to have to learn to shut the fuck up for a while because, like, they're not going to. And, and that's the thing that sucks about me because I love what I'm hearing from Biden. But, like, I land somewhere between progressive and center left. And, like, so there's part of me that that I don't know if we I don't want to say I don't think we can work with the other side. I 
I hope that we can. That's what we need. I recognize well, that compromise is the way to fix things. I just like, but I think that we're going to be in a, I'm not going to be surprised if we're in a spot not, where not all a of, ton of progress is going to get made. Right. Policy wise. Well, and I think that's because uh, like, I think not a ton of progress is going to get made attitude wise either. Like, I think the left and the right are are like fucking split. And like we yeah. I don't know I, if I we have can hope, fix that. I have hope for the, the attitude and the temperature. I hope. I, do. I, I hope, hope so, yeah. too. I would think so. But uh, the right worries me because so much of their approach seems to be we don't like at all what you're talking about. So we don't want any of it. Like they're like, hey, we need health care. And they're just like, no, we don't want that. And they try to bargain with them, like, how about a little health care? And they just, like, they same thing with abortion. They just, like, they want abortion to be illegal. On, and it, it, on the they don't really, want to work and, like, come up with a solution. Yeah, on the really hot-button subjects, I don't expect much to change. Like guns, abor- yeah. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of progress made in other areas that aren't so super polarized. At this point, like, because, I like, hope so. Biden, at this point, he might not get the Senate from what it's looking like. He might be a four-year lame duck president just handicapped by... Well, it depends on what he tries to push. I mean, he's it trying does, to yeah. push only extremes, and it's not going to go But anywhere. even if that's the case, even if he is uh, a Jimmy Carter president, just ineffective in one term or whatever, and gets voted out, I'm still going to consider it a success because we stopped the bleeding of nepotism and corruption, and we're going to have a president who respects the fact that the, like records need to be kept and that uh you're not supposed to yeah, have conflict of interest way you're not supposed, supposed to, to install done. your son as a fucking you know right and i'm not saying that the dude is not gonna fuck up he is gonna fuck up he's a human and he's going to make bad decisions and we're going to fucking discuss those when they happen but like at least we're gonna have somebody who's playing the same fucking sport that the rest of us are fucking watching. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you, uh, know, you throw on that Team America jersey, you better go out there and actually play the game, not right. somewhat try to just throw it for one side. Yeah. So once again on defense, Donald Trump comes out shortly after the Biden speech. Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important 2020 election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly. But a lot of votes late, but a lot of votes came in late. I've already states decisively won many critical states, including massive like, victories fuck, in what Florida. did I win? Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, to name just a few. We won these and many other victories despite historic election, election interference, interference from big media, big money, and All big the, tech. the three bigs. As everybody the three saw, bigs came after Trump. They saw how big his hands were, and they're like, fuck that. We're and the, the big three. <laughs> knowingly wrong. They got it knowingly wrong. We had polls that were so ridiculous. And everybody knew it at the time. There was no blue wave that they predicted. They thought there was going to be a big blue wave. That was false. It was done for suppression reasons. But instead, there was a big red wave. And it's been properly acknowledged, actually, by the media. They were, I think, very impressed. But that was after the fact. That doesn't do us any good. Okay. Fuck him. Uh, but What does that... So the media is impressed enough that like, well, you got to give it up. Like, he's swinging a big dick, guys. Come I, on. We I gotta, like, <laughs> first of all, I don't feel like that point is even right. I don't feel like it was a red wave. The Republicans did pick up seats in the House that we weren't expecting. The Senate They had, still don't have a majority in the House, the so it's Senate, not a wave. Right. The Senate uh, has not been called and still could Aren't go to Aren't these the, the same guys that said 40 seats in the House during uh, yeah. the 2018 election didn't constitute a wave? I don't think there was a wave.
wave in either direction. What uh, is he talking about this voter suppression with the fucking... Uh, also, I just want to point out real quick, a blue wave is a no- something you'd normally see. A red wave is like a sea of blood. Isn't that a bad thing? <laughs> what, were, what were the bigs he mentioned? Yeah. I, kn- like, I know he, he mentioned big media, big tech. What was the other one? Big media, big money, big tech. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's just blah, 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 blah. like well, what? it plays into conspiracies. Mm-hmm. That's a QAnon dog whistle. Well, it's they're just buzzwords, meme yeah. words. Like it's you know these are the people that are out to get me, right? And and by big money he means small him, donors who funded a big money, big, right? Yeah. Big money, you know himself, the billionaires, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean they're they're no more guilty of taking big money than Republicans are. Right. Like, if you want to talk about that being a no. problem in politics, that's great, and no. I'm all for that conversation. But I really don't think Trump wants to get into Everybody's that conversation. Everybody's got a super now. PAC. Yeah. Yeah. Right. M- multiple super PACs. Yeah. Yeah. It goes on. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. And uh, they wouldn't allow legally permissible observers. We went to court in a couple of instances, and we were able to get the observers put in. And when the observers got there, they wanted them 60, 70 feet away, 80 feet, 100 feet away, or outside the building to observe people inside the building. And we won a case, a big case, and uh, we have others happening. There are a lot of, lots of litigation, even beyond our litigation. There's tremendous amount of litigation generally because of how unfair this process was. And I predicted that. I've been talking about mail-in voting for a long time. It's, uh, it's really destroyed our system. It's a corrupt system. And it makes people corrupt even if they aren't by nature. But they become corrupt. It's too easy. Is that, that an, is that an admission of, like, guilt? Like, what the fuck it, is he... Kind of sounded he, like it. I think he's just saying... Like, he's just trying to turn mail-in... He's trying to equate mail-in voting to the swamp, right? Well, like, isn't that kind of what that play he's is? He's trying to make sure that it sounds illegitimate. Right. Which, he's, a sh- he's a piece of shit. Which anybody could have told him, looking at statistics, like, hey, older people tend towards you, and we're in a pandemic. Maybe you should lean into yeah, encouraging... Mail-in votes. What's, what's ridiculous like, is if we don't, add, if we don't as a country, because we've seen that this actually, like, this actually goes fine. So the only reason to not do it is on partisan lines. Like, we should demand mail, like, mail-in voting as an option, not as a mandatory thing. But like, we should all be able to mail-in fucking vote. Like, like I, I think it's a great idea for people to be able to mail in because it gives them a great convenient opportunity to vote for those that don't necessarily have the easiest of opportunities to go in person for whatever reason. Um, my reason for not totally being on board with mass mail-in voting is just the, the annoyance of how long this took and how much both sides were trying to spin it so hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know if I'd say both sides. Because the the Democrats realized that it was a process and that it's all legal, and right. Trump's trying to spin it as hard as I he can for being if, illegal. Like, could we make this the norm? Like, there's a new generation of voters, right? Like, there's always a new generation well, my, of voters. Could we make you this? could make it the norm if you can convince the masses that it is very secure. So I'm like, you would have to hold their attention for more than a five minute video clip to explain to them how secure this actually is and how 
voter fraud doesn't happen and mass scale with this. Yeah, I just don't think like people hear what they want to hear. Because maybe so. we need a TikTok campaign. We, that'd work. Yeah, that'd work. <laughs> it really would. But we've had how it. how many how many different investigations have we had on voter fraud? All of them have Come not out. found it in a mass scale. I mean, yep. we had, yeah, Trump founded one right after 2016 that lasted a and year they and quit. found yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking quit. They quietly folded. Yeah, they, like they, stopped, they stopped working because, hey, he won anyway. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, he continues for a second. They want to find out how many the votes they need, and then they seem to be able to find them. They wait and wait, and then they find them. And you see that on election night. We were ahead in vote in North Carolina by a lot, tremendous number of votes. As if there's and, just a, uh, a ballot tree lot, hanging out but, uh, somewhere. <laughs> not as many. They got one guy named Steve just fucking furiously filling them out. How many need 30,000? Shit. Ballots. It's amazing how those mail-in ballots are so one-sided, too. I know that it's supposed to be to the advantage of <laughs> the Democrats, but in all cases, they're so one-sided. Because you told people not to fucking do it. Exactly. Those mail-in ballots are so fucking one-sided because you told your yeah. people to go vote in person. No shit you yeah. were voting early. All of when... my supporters need to vote in person. Why which, am I not getting any mail-in ballots? Which, that was the whole setup. He knew <laughs> that guys... he was setting it up that way. That's what his plan was, was to make sure he had an ace in the hole so that if he didn't fucking win, he could sit there and say that it was robbed because he was leading early. Like, this was what they set up. This is what Alex Jones yeah. has been well, fucking setting up. He was leading early because the, the in-person votes get counted that day. And, uh, because I, it's all electronic. It all goes I know, in the machine. I was reading Fucking a ridiculous. Politico. Do you, what was his name? Brad Parscale? Brad Parscale? I think Parscale. He's Trump's media manager or whatever. He's one of the reasons given that Trump won in 2016, that he was able to generate a lot of uh, free publicity, billions of dollars in free press that they didn't pay for. They got his name taken seriously. Um, it came out recently. He was the one that had that breakdown, and the like, cops got called because he got into like, a fight with his wife, and he was in his underwear because <laughs> yeah. he got fired from the Trump campaign. <laughs> It came out that that hit him hard. <laughs> yeah, well, the, one of the reasons it just came out when Trump, after Trump's pretty much now been declared the loser, that when the pandemic hit, he was one of the people telling Trump to take it seriously. Like this is the thing that could sink you: uh, encourage mask wearing and encourage mail-in voting, because that will only well, help I think, you. I think and he, he was got right. Outed. I think he <laughs> yeah. was right. No but what, I think fire the, the guy that had the good idea. <laughs> might be one of the reasons he had a uh, uh, what seemed to be a mental episode. Yeah. Um, because he was right, and he was watching them throw away what you know what could have been an easy win. Yeah, for a historically unpopular president. Yep, yep. You know how hard it is not to win as an incumbent president. Like we don't, it doesn't happen that often. It's been we uh, almost it's the first time since Herbert Walker. Yeah, but we I mean typically I think years, historically right? or twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, pretty close. Yeah, you I mean say thirty. Jimmy Carter before there. him, and then uh, someone who else? Uh, well, Ford, but he never even got elected the right. term. So yeah. So then, uh, so that was Friday night. Saturday morning, uh, probably midday on the East Coast. Uh, so I don't know if they timestamp it on here, but um, something big. After four long, tense days, we've reached a historic moment in this election. We can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, winning the White House and denying President Trump a second term. We're able to make this projection because CNN projects Biden wins Pennsylvania. The former vice president in his third run for the highest office, pulling off a rare defeat 
of a sitting commander-in-chief. With this victory, Kamala Harris is set to become the first woman and the first person of color to be the vice president. Again, CNN projects Joe Biden will become the 46th president of the United States. And Jake, he is now president-elect Joe Biden. Wolf Blizzard was so happy he got to announce it first. I just realized in that clip that we're going to have a fight when it comes to the board uh, because he said after four days, and I listened to the clip today. You, oh, you pedantic son of a bitch. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> my point count is dwindling like fucking the tally vote for Trump. <laughs> Early on looks okay, good. You know it's what? The I think votes. we need to stop the count right now. <laughs> it's starting to come around. Oh, man. Very, very nice surprise. Because there was still a part, I think, all of us that were like, oh, dude, Trump just call can it. Still... Can you guys just fucking uh, call the... it? <laughs> but Trump can still be a slippery little fucker. Like, I don't trust him. Well, and I would argue that he still can. Like, I don't oh, think, yeah. I don't still think got, that uh... we're fucking out of the woods right now. Right. I have no idea what happens after he fires everybody. Like, that's the first tantrum. But Yeah, we got to survive until January. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Firings and like, some pardons and, and then I... some uh, pity tweets. I don't know. And I don't, I don't know. Uh, I still so, don't. So, do you think that they, you think they take the football away from him? What do you mean? Like, I hope. Do they, do they let him keep it all the way to the to inauguration day? I think legally I, they're supposed to, but I yeah. hope for the good of the nation, someone's like, no, let's not do that. The, the football is essentially the nuke button. Yeah. For those that don't know. Yeah, I hope they take it away from him. I hope they. Ta- I hope. Like, they, I hope the briefcase is full of animal crackers or on, something. On Friday like, at work, we were joking. That what if, what if Trump is just so pissed that he just hits the nuke button, <laughs> nuke something? I mean, that's one of my don't like, speak that into existence, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I I didn't blame one of my coworkers, but I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. I don't put it ba- past him though. Just to let's handicap. hope he doesn't actually do it. Then it's not funny. I mean, no. just out of out of uh, you know, fucking being a child and wanting to handicap Biden. He renamed him starting shit, right? If it we, happens, we just got canceled. We, we by and, me. and then we also just joked that you know. What if he instead of a nuke he just bombs the place and like what if we what if, what if he bombs Mount Rushmore and then just replaces one headstone as himself? <laughs> He's got fucking seventy four days or something to do it in. Uh, Gotta get started. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was really excited to hear that. There were some people that were not excited about the announcement. Hundreds flooding the steps of the state capitol shortly after it was announced Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States of America. There have never been this many disappointed voters in an election period. Tempers flare in the crowd as some supporters are just not willing to accept the current results of the 2020 presidential election. If we can't all trust what's happening in terms of the vote counting, this will go on for another four years and on and on and on. It will never stop. Just because you're stupid doesn't mean that like, like you're mad at math, okay? That's the reality yeah. here. You're mad at math. Uh, and, like, it's, like, and that first comment about fucking uh, there have been no, like, never have been more disappointed people within outcome, an election outcome. Forgot about 2016, Yeah. No. Where were you, bro? Were yeah. you, like, the guy's probably, like, 19. Funny, funny how all these. Also, I hate to. Uh, Ab- it's people funny hated how... Abraham Lincoln getting elected so much. Half the country tried to leave. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No you know, it, it, it's it's hilarious how all these snowflakes went from 
shades of blue to shades of red. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, everything there, just flipped on its head in one the, fucking all, afternoon. All the, all the liberal tear memes, all the crying liberal memes, as much as I laughed at him in 2016, I'm laughing even harder at oh, these yeah. Republican tears. It's great. Like I, well, The and, fuck your feelings party just became the oh, my feelings party. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, the all lives what, matter what people is that? fucking realized all votes oh, matter. Oh, my feelings. <laughs> out the window yeah um yeah no it's it's fucking it's it's nice and i said all votes like, matter <laughs> here's the thing i'm i'm with biden on uniting the country when he takes over on january 20th until then i'm cool with rubbing a little shit in people's faces because <laughs> it's like i dealt with it for four years and you know it we're human it feels good yeah it does um but yeah, it everything. It's so it is funny. It's funny that now uh, you have them crying collusion, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Such a one eighty. In the meantime, state Republican lawmakers have officially made a subpoena for election records to investigate the counting that went on at the TCF Center. We want the results of this election to be true, as far as we can possibly know. Um, human error does happen sometimes. There are glitches with technology. But when a ton of extra votes show up for one certain candidate, I think everybody should be questioning that regardless of what their party affiliation is. The investigation will take a look into the as of now baseless claims of voter fraud among absentee ballots. There's a lot of um, fishy stuff going on that's been exposed. The um, glitch in the computer system, um, ballots from the post office, ballots found here, Trump ballots found in dumpsters. And when the outcome of the investigation is revealed, that's when these Trump supporters claim they'll accept Biden as their new president. If they do a recount and Biden's the one, okay, okay. But there's just too much up in the air, too many questions, too many stories of dishonest behavior that have gone on with this election and we just wanna to get to the bottom of it. So you just saw me smile a little bit because I remembered back to a very early episode, way, like way before either of you were on, um, where Mitch and I were arguing about, uh, and Frank, it may have even, may, you may have already been on, but there was a conversation, I believe, about either collusion or election, that or election interference <laughs> or whatever. And one of Mitch would push back against me because I'd be like, dude, we were it talking looks, about collusion until last year. He's like, it looks fishy he'd be like yeah dude it looks fucking fishy but like and so just to hear that guy say that just like oh it's crazy it's crazy how shit can change in one fucking one saturday afternoon the, um, the snowflakes changed color <laughs> yeah just ridiculous it, yeah so yeah. i don't know like so here's, I, I will point out that all their their instances of like um Ballots being thrown out or a bunch of ballots being mis like filled out by one person. All those videos turn out to be hoaxes. It's they're, correct. They're, it's they're, damaged ballots that have to be correct. Some of them are that. Some of them are people who are using, um, who are like making TikTok videos and they're using uh, test ballots you can print off online. They're not official ballots you can turn in. They're just ballots in case you've never voted before, before you get yeah, to a, a, it, the election like polling station. They, they rented a hall out, set right? up a bunch of different uh, tables. One of the fucking videos going around was you know, from Russia. It wasn't even in America, oh, yeah, and no it was shit. in the rounds. Even think about like, it. All Well, I know, Frank, you and I both 
printed off a shit ton of those. Like, yeah, anybody can print them off, and they yeah. look—they're pretty much. They want you to get the well, approximation so they look real, but they also say at the top if you like that oh, you can't so yeah, turn them in. I'm just thinking that like you can mistake. I printed out a bunch of the uh, request forms so that like for my parents and grandparents and shit to like mail in. Yeah, and like and I would COVID, bet, yeah, COVID I would bet that if somebody took a picture of that sitting on my desk and then was like, "Look, it's sitting on his desk. It's not where it should be. Like, I, it's I, not I, even I the fucking thing." I don't want to like, be the ones, the person claiming like false flag, like they're doing it like uh, intentionally as opposition. Either way, I think it's probably a lot of people just trolling and he, fucking making TikTok videos, even and if, that shit is taken out of context. Even if there are votes that like aren't correct, there's not. Forty-four thousand in one state, no. fifty thousand no. in the, another The amount state of people you would need to fucking fill out that many, and then so the, ballots in the, in the and make sure the that names, it, you know, in the instance that it was a uh, an error, a software error, it was six thousand votes. Six thousand votes doesn't do anything with the no. exception of Georgia, and Georgia's not even important right now. No, it's not no. even in play like anymore. And there have been I mean, tons it, of like, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice have. But that's it. Like yeah. it's not in play. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And the votes are going to change only, slightly both ways. Like the only people that are still wrongdoing. rooting. The only people that are still rooting for like Georgia to be a blue state is five thirty eight. So that way they can keep their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Nate Silver's like, come on, goddamn it, get him over three hundred. Right. <laughs> guys like Tyler Perry too, right? Do me a favor. Come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think, though, that, like, and then there were other instances where um, Trump supporters tried to stop counts, um, stop vote counting in Arizona and in uh, Pennsylvania, I think, or maybe it was Michigan. I think it was Michigan and Arizona. Uh, No, they were, yeah, but either way, I I know that Arizona was one, and I just thought that that was ironic because I was like, well, Biden's in the lead. So even if you get what you want and you force them to stop counting, you're just forcing them yeah. to call it, it now. Like Because of the— Shutting down any chance of hope. Well, but, and because it, it became this thing of Trump couldn't deliver a clear message to his people of like, okay, do we want the votes—do we want them to stop counting or do we want them to recount or do we want them—like, because in some states they would need a recount. I want In other states, they just want them to stop counting because Trump's yeah. ahead. But it becomes this thing of like, unless you're the really The Spider-Man informed, meme was hilarious. Yeah, you don't know— Stop counting. Recount. <laughs> yeah, like no one knows exactly what the Trump line is because he's been mysteriously pretty quiet. He's been tweeting, but he hasn't been very public. No. Um, uh, no, just golfing and stuff. He's in his bunker. Yeah. Um. So the so that night on Saturday night, uh, the now vice and president elect. Um, came out to do their acceptance. So we'll go through uh, some highlights of both of those speeches. Uh, I'm not gonna play the whole, the whole speech, obviously. Um, but uh, but I do think that there are parts that are good and it's historic. So and it stopped Trump. So we might as well give them a little bit of time. Thank you. Good evening. So. Congressman John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis, before his passing, wrote, democracy is not a state, it is an act. And what he meant was that America's democracy is not guaranteed. It is only as strong as our willingness to fight for it. To guard it 
and never take it for granted. And protecting our democracy takes struggle, it takes sacrifice, but there is joy in it, and there is progress, because we, the people, have the power to build a better future. Build a better future would have been a better slogan than build back build better. Back better. <laughs> yes, it would have. Yes, God would damn have. it, Joe. Listen and to the when woman. when our very democracy was on the ballot in this election, with the very soul of America at stake, and the world watching, you ushered in a new day for America. To our campaign staff and volunteers, this extraordinary team, thank you for bringing more people than ever before into the democratic process. And for making this victory possible, to the poll workers and election officials across our country who have worked tirelessly to make sure every vote is counted, our nation owes you a debt of gratitude. I love that 2020 is the year of the little guy. Like, all right. the little workers are getting called out for being... You have protected the giant integrity of, of the our wheel. democracy. Yeah. Giant cogs And to the American people who make up our beautiful country... It only took a fucking pandemic thank you to realize. Thank you for turning yeah. out in record Maybe numbers we should be grateful to make for these your things. voices mm -hmm. heard. And I know, I know times have been challenging, especially the last several months. The grief, sorrow, and pain, the worries, and the struggles. But we have also witnessed your courage, your resilience, and the generosity of your spirit. For four years, you marched and organized for equality and justice for our lives, and for our planet. And then you voted. And you delivered a clear message. You chose hope and unity, decency, science, and yes, truth. You chose Joe Biden as the next president of the United States of America. So I think that, like, still with the message of hope and, like, they, it very much feels like their campaign is, it feels very, <coughs> excuse me, very similar to the Obama message, like, coming in. Uh, it's a reunion tour. Yeah, kind of. Kinda, yeah. If although it does, yeah, it's like older and whiter. It's um, like you know, what, Gen what Genesis is doing right now when they right. replace the lead singer. Yeah, it. you had to replace Queen with whatever the fuck his name is. Although I think that it's not a bad play, especially because like, what other like in 2020 isn't that kind of what like that's what the message should be. Like it's been a shit year, and if you can't offer people hope, then like the fuck are you doing touting some fake bullshit economic message like, that doesn't the the biggest thing here is like we know 
that we weren't going to beat the coronavirus this year. We knew it wasn't going to happen, but man, they didn't even try. Yeah, didn't even try. And if if that is the feeling going into this election, there's no surprise that Biden took this. Not only did we not try, on the days of the election and leading up to it, we were posting record numbers in almost every state. And we still are. We just hit 10 million Uh, cases today. Yeah, we're breaking records every day. Yeah, we have, you know, our own... City is coming out and saying that we're going to have so to impose strict. I I believe you know, one of you. I, it was either one or both of you. Rightfully, predicted that the spring was going to be a lot easier than the fall through the winter, just like the nineteen eighteen pandemic. Yeah, the second wave is going to come in a lot harder. Yeah, although it feels like we never left. The I don't first feel wave, like we've and ever now we're left. Just ramping up again. Yep, yeah. I don't feel like we ever left, and I think that's one of the big. That's one of the reasons that, like, I'm glad I'm glad Joe Biden won. Um, I mean, just even today that he he announced his task force and his right. kind of uh, his yeah, like we're actually going to start trying we're a gonna, year we're late, actively you know, start trying a year late, but like because they can't rely on Trump to do anything for the next seventy days or whatever. Like they have to start yeah. planning because they're going to have to pick it up is. the fucking. He's not going to hand them the baton in the the relay race. He's going to drop it and walk away. They're yeah, going right. to pick I mean, it up at the yester- ground and, yesterday. You know, was the first day I had seen any mention of what company is, has come closer to getting a vaccine, and it's Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And they're a lot further ahead than anybody thought they were. Yeah. yeah. So Which, did, did you take a glance at Pfizer's stock today? Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Looks like I Boeing mean, before the pandemic. 90% effective, though, at, at you know COVID prevention. That's a pretty strong first attempt. Yeah. You know, and you the fact that, that they're plays, an American company. Do you or, think that well, plays in? Are they in American the... company, Pfizer? German. Okay. No, okay. That do you think that plays into conspiracy? But oh, they, they're like, they, oh, suddenly they have a cure the moment Biden gets elected I, so they can help him. Oh, they're going to spin that. Probably sucks with, that, yeah. QAnon fu- or that Q disappeared in the last week uh, because that just seems like prime Hillary territory. took him for a walk yeah. in the woods, man. All, <laughs> Maybe well, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pfizer would be Q-bait right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, They'll come back. Q's not done. There's way too many Patreons and T-shirts relying on that shit. And there's, I agree with you. I don't think. What are they gonna do? Work. Like they're gonna they're not gonna get into TV shows. They gotta put that fucking you know internet sleuthing to skill some doing something. Something I don't know. Tricking tricking internet moms. That's that's what that's what they do. And militia people. So like you know <laughs> they don't they, need much to be tricked right. though. They're just they're, they're asking for it. The soccer so, mom that is too far into right, right. politics. <laughs> so it is awesome though that uh, in the last two. Um, administrations that Democrats have um, won that the demographic has changed as far as what we're used to. Like, we're used to having in the history books a row of white men as the president and vice president. And the last two Democratic um, administration, or well, this upcoming administration and the previous one have changed those demographics considerably and so like that's pretty like that's historical um and that's an awesome yeah that's a good moment gotta make progress or we're gonna die just like the romans right yeah um so also i mean to speak about that harris is like well it's getting it it is getting talked about i think the uh People worrying what Trump's going to do is overshadowing it a bit, but the fact that she is such a historic, you yeah, know, she's and a, the fact that she's a woman, a woman of color, uh, first black Indian and president, South, South Asian, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that Biden also is like, I mean, he's approaching right. eighty. There's a good chance that she may have to step in, and she may be the president. I gotta in two say, years. you're just trying to give you all of I, this material I tonight. I don't think she's a. I don't think she's the big devil that people like to try to make her. 
Yeah, I'm but not 100 percent a big fan of hers. Yeah, but she doesn't I, have a, she doesn't have a great track record when it comes to her past as 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 far as yeah. What I think her, that's a fair argument. Her law career looked like right. Her law career was real sketch. Hopefully, she grew from all that. I I think it's inevitable that you have to, otherwise yeah. you're not going to make it this far in not politics. You're asking me if I think she's a better vice president than Mike Pence. I'm like hell yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I think again, no the bar's not that high. No. Yeah. No vice president is a better vice president than Mike Pence. Mashed potatoes would be a better vice right, president. Just a pound of them. Um, so Biden has his historic moment as well. Folks, the people of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. I don't want to be a fanboy, but I really like when he says folks. Me too. Because it's like a, I'm here for all of you. He's, it's grandpa. It's yeah. folksy. <laughs> I'm here for all of you. Corny. <laughs> Using the root word. <laughs> We've won with the most votes ever cast from presidential ticket in the history of the nation. 74 million. What I must admit has surprised me tonight we're seeing all over this nation, all cities and all parts of the country, indeed across the world, an outpouring of joy, of hope, renewed faith, and tomorrow, bring a better day. And I'm humbled by the trust and confidence you placed in me. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. And work with all my heart, with the confidence of the whole people, to win the confidence of all of you. And for that is what America, I believe, is about. It's about people. And that's what our administration will be all about. I sought this office to restore the soul of America, to rebuild the backbone of this nation, the middle class, and to make America respected around the world again. And to unite us here at home. It's the honor of my lifetime that so many millions of Americans have voted for that vision. And now, the work of making that vision is real. It's a task, the task, of our time. Yeah, so, I mean, just more, like, this is a good moment for him. Um, this is a big moment. This is his moment to come out and unite, and I think he's doing good. And this was the moment that earlier when we were talking and I said, like, yeah, they fucked up because, like, I just can't, every time that he talks throughout the week, I feel like uh, this guy, like, the whole dementia thing and all this bullshit, he was supposed to swallow his tongue, whatever. Like, this is the moment where I'm like, you like you couldn't have played that that card worse like you couldn't have picked a worse guy to or at least like he was able to practice it and come out and fucking do it because this seems yeah and and this is a sigh of relief because if he'd have fucked up he would have gotten the hillary the hillary treatment yeah of get the hell out of here we don't like you can speak and you can but you have no role like you're kind of poisoned well and it's also his third time running so like this is a historical moment or like or so, for, in his own yeah. personal story, this is a big fucking deal. I want to break down deal. his numbers here of what he got for his vote total. So he said seventy four million. Right now we're at seventy six million. 
of what he pulled out of roughly 150 million Americans that voted. So out of the 350 or so, 350 or so million that live here, 248.5 million can vote, and he pulled, you know, 76 million. So there's 100 million Americans that don't vote, 150 million that do. He pulled a third of the total, though. Um, yeah. yeah. And you third can, of the total populace. Granted, <clears throat> I will, because someone made the argument, and I've and seen it made like. And 101.5 can't even vote. I've yeah. seen it made the argument like, of course this election was stolen. Biden's not even, uh, we, who would believe that Biden gets more uh, votes than any president in history? Like, they're not for Biden, though. They're against Trump. They are. That's the big thing. Which like, is why the, like we've said it before, but that's why the play was right with Biden. If Trump did nothing else with his four years, he got mm-hmm. voter turnout to soar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he did. You either love him or you hate him. There's no middle ground. No one thinks Trump is just okay. Right. That, although that would be a really funny guy to meet who's just like, Trump? Yeah, he's yeah, all right. he's fine. Yeah. I mean, get, get, take him or I want to meet him. the one person who's not still not into politics. Like, ah, I don't really do that that whole. I mean, how is he? Yeah. What's he like? What's he? I don't know. I, I just hear like a but, And I know it's like it's acceptance speech, so that's what you're supposed to have. But this is what I've missed for four years. For all those of you who voted for President Trump, I understand the disappointment tonight. I've lost a couple times myself, but now, let's give each other a chance. It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again. And to make progress, we have to stop treating our opponents as our enemies. They are not our enemies. They are Americans. They are Americans. The Bible tells us to everything there is a season, a time to build, a time to reap, and a time to sow, and a time to heal. This is the time to heal in America. I actually liked the uh, religious play there. Like, I thought that that was good because I think that a lot of times uh, Democrats are take shit from, like, the relig- from the religious community because of their stance on things like abortion um and like gay gay marriage and whatever and like so i thought it was good to see a catholic democratic uh candidate president elect using that bible verse as a way of like that to me felt like an olive branch it should calm like the the christian republican yeah oh this guy is one of us like he's i i've seen some fellow christians of mine that are trying to play Biden as the Antichrist, trying to play this president, this future presidency as the as the Antichrist. It's like, the dude, lamest Antichrist ever. Well, not only that, but like that's how they lull you, Brandon. He's, cle- <laughs> he's clearly a Catholic. He's, yeah, he's he's an almost eighty year old Catholic. He's right. been also, that way forever. He's I, not going to take away your religious freedom. That's right. kind of historic. That also, is a complete he's, uh, farce. Yeah, he's the only bullshit. he's only the second Catholic president we've ever had. Behind Kennedy, right? Like that's also kind of historic that we don't like. Yeah, we're not we talking about it as much. Not as much. Some, but, some people are, but yeah. But no, you're right. That is a historic thing. Now this campaign is over. What is the will of the people? What is our mandate? I believe it's this. Americans have called upon us 
to marshal the forces of decency, the forces of fairness, to marshal the forces of science, and the forces of hope in the great battles of our time, the battle to control the virus, the battle to build prosperity, the battle to secure your family's health care, the battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. And the battle to save our planet by getting climate under control. The battle to restore decency, defend democracy, and give everybody in this country a fair shot. That's all they're asking for, a fair shot. So, yeah, I don't know. That pretty much, like, I don't know. I thought that was good. I thought it was, uh... uh Man, I feel good. Yeah. Like, like, and I'm not saying that, like, this guy, I know he's not going to be flawless. I know that, like, we're going to have issues with shit. But, well, like, God damn it, I needed you're, you're this. You're going to hear me start getting more onto the right side of politics. I'm going to start hammering a little bit because that's, I would that's where most of my policy heart lies. But... He he's like, he's trying well, to unify the country, and it'll I, be I don't have a, I don't have a doubt in my mind again. Right. Exactly, I don't have a and I don't have a doubt in my mind that he loves America. He's for America. He wants it to succeed. There's a lot of people that'll make the argument that the last president that truly loved America and wasn't just like a flag hugger for photo opportunities like Trump was George Bush, George W. Bush. Yeah, I don't feel like Obama. Jimmy didn't. Carter. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that for the the majority of Americans. Fair. Because uh, I'm trying to bridge the gap here because there, almost nobody, on my right leaning side of, of friends likes Obama all that much. Right. Yeah. I get what you're saying because even I could say that like I think FDR. Most I, people would I, agree that like even Republicans would be like, yeah, FDR loved America and he got us through World War II and he's a great president. Even though he was like a heavily democratic, Although socialist I don't think kind of president. I don't to, think to me, Teddy Roosevelt's the gold standard, but FDR is not that bad. The other Roosevelt's not that bad. I don't think there's any evidence that Obama doesn't love. Like, there's like, no, he truly cared. Right. I think he truly cared, but he was way too progressive for the rights to have any to be able to find common ground. And by the rights, I mean right side of politics. Right. That should be obvious. We're talking on a political show, <laughs> right? Um. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I but I agree. I feel good after all of that. I I mean it's better since we like came out okay in this, but maybe but how maybe. scared are we for the next what Trump's going to do? Oh yeah, I'm Uh today he fired Mark Esper. Yeah, the, so I if you want to um if you're going to lead me to it, I guess we'll just go there. Hey Shapiro, bring in the board. I'm not going to put him on the floor. Just put them all on the board. So we got some points uh, to dole out already. We have some pred- we we did make some predictions um, in the last one that like we haven't been we won't be rated on yet. Um, and I haven't totally drawn up the scoring system, but I think the way there are there are gray areas. Um, but uh, and so I'll have to like fucking write up how we're now gonna depending keep on score. how much gray is in your point is how much of a percentile of a point you get. Right. Well, we'll 
we'll work it out on paper and then we'll present it. But for you now, do twenty five percent, fifty percent, seventy five percent. Then, <laughs> then the whole point. I don't know. Or you just want to do halves? We might. We'll probably just do halves. Okay. Like that's that's probably. Um, but we're definitely going to do plus minus on this. Uh, so when we put on a wrong prediction. Now, here, here's one that I didn't – here's a gray area. We I asked you in the last episode uh, specifically, do any of us want to make a prediction about um, Texas? And I asked, do we all think it's going to go red or whatever? And we were all kind of wishy-washy on that. Like, nobody yeah. – like, so I – I don't think we that's were, not we were a point for, on yeah, that one. Like – we all kind of said red, but like we were all kind of more or less like, yeah, well, yeah, so whatever. My, my brain says red, my heart wants blue. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that I don't feel like that's a plus or a minus, but there are some, there are some, so we're going to deal with obvious ones until we write up further, further scoring card. Um, you, you have the board in front of you? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go through this. I know that there are some points. Did you write it down in order, or did you write us down in categories? Uh, in categories, based on yeah, all mine together, all yours. Okay, so let's start reading off some of them. And uh, I know that we that that there are some relevant ones here. One of the things that I thought was interesting that you both got a point for. Um, was the voter turnout. The voter turnout, I said that it was going to be probably between 60 and 65%. That was after you, Frank, made the claim of 75%, and then, Jim, you backed that up with uh, 60 to 75 or 60 to 70. Right now, as it stands, voter turnout is between 68 and 72%. Um, so I would say that you both get a point for that. That's my board, dude! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, that that surprised the fuck out of me, though. Like, I knew it was high, and the, the popular vote right now is 5 million more um, than the last clip that we had. It's at 76 and 71 million now, um, and some change. So, like, that's yeah. just insane how much... I think you're yeah, right. I, I didn't it, think it was going to be this high. I didn't think I it really would either. Now, it is scary because, well, like... Well, compared to 2016, there was 54.7% of the country voted. Right. And in, in a normal year, like, if you had to take out uh, a year where the political vitriol is, like, at an all-time high and we're all at each other's throats, that would be a, an amazing turnout because then maybe a third-party candidate could get some traction and there could be an actual conversation about, like, an alternative. But, like, the problem with this is that, like, they only went one of two ways, which is either pro or anti-Trump. More, more or less, you right? Know? Yeah. Well, and if you look at the exit polls, that is exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah, and so many like, and you would think that more people voting would mean more people are paying attention to politics and like, uh, researching the debunking. But more people are just like being taken in by memes and fake news, and you know, right? By the people who claim that they're against fake news. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's just that that kind of blew my mind. I knew I kind of figured it. I knew it would be higher than normal, but like the fact that it got that it that we're even talking close to seventy five percent, like that's fucking impressive. That like good on Donald Trump for making I mean, that many we're, people pissed. We're really like, close to twenty percent increase. Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. Um, we had another. There was a highly. Uh, 
it wasn't a disputed point, but uh, Frank, you and I came very fu- very close to being able to take to this point away punching from each blood, other. To throwing shot, yeah. Right. You did take a point from me um, when it came to when the election would be called. On, I do want to point out, like, I, I read what my, because we talked about it before we got on the recording. I do have you written down as next Friday or as, like, the Friday after the election. Is that what we're talking about when the race would be called? Yeah, but I believe yeah, but, see, but if like if we here's go the back bullshit by what stuff. your words, both you and Jim also t- like you guys took a a window. Yeah, I said Monday or Tuesday. I, so today or tomorrow. I tried to stay, although I kind of bullshitted. If you listen, if you go yeah, back you and said listen, like four I things. said like four like, things. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so he covered all of his bases. But I would say that <laughs> it is. I said the way that I heard it on the tape was by our birthdays. I would say that both of you, um, you said within a week. Yeah. So I would say that you both get a point for that as well. Well, you. I will argue you should probably get a point too because you do specifically say I think at one point like. Uh, I don't. I don't think I get the a weekend because I I said Monday or Tuesday. I don't have a clip for a subtracting. I think me and you get a point. <laughs> I think we were the ones who were closest to like. The day at which it was actually announced. Okay, I'll take the point. That's my board, dude! Um, that's fine with me because you're about to lose a point. Uh, Frank, you made a prediction. That's my second point. You only have one. Yeah, but shut up. Your um, your prediction. I I got wrong. I got Fox wrong though. You did. And and that is where you're going to lose a point. Is that you predicted that that Fox would make the call for Donald Trump? Okay, that was the weirdest part of the night, right? That. Like Fox would put themselves in a position to being the ones who like we have called. Uh, well, that was one of the funniest. The most progressive. That was one of the funniest texts that I got through the whole thing was when a buddy texted me and said, "Like you realize that Fox called Arizona, they have to call the election first now. <laughs> like they have to, which they didn't. CNN called it first, which again it would be impossible for CNN to not call it first. They were like breaking it down by fucking. They were like knocking on doors, yeah, broken like, down by county. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jim, you also lost a point. Um. For net, net zero now. You for were those keeping score. You were close. I'll actually give you a half of point here. Um. So we'll minus just, half point. Minus so, so, minus so I'm half at point. net half. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll uh. We'll take half a point away because you did predict that there would be a recount, but you, for nostalgic reasons, predicted that yeah, would be in Florida. Florida, and that is not how it went. And, and then, uh, so Wisconsin was the first one to get called for a recount, and they denied it. I do believe. I think so. I don't. I Wisconsin a, isn't going to have a recount. I don't it, think it's so. probably only going to be like Pennsylvania and Georgia. Yeah, and, probably. And, and out of the two, I would say Georgia has an actual legit reason to go to a recount. But yeah, because it's it within doesn't matter. Like a, it's only it's less than two thousand votes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll happen in Georgia. It may or may not happen in Pennsylvania. We'll see. Right. Um. Yeah. It just. But either way, Biden's got two seventy. So yeah. Mm. Whatever. Well, <laughs> like, it's moot at this point. Yeah. I think he's got two ninety as of today. Yeah, right? he's got two ninety. So if you take Pennsylvania away, he's still got two seventy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, I did get a point because I predicted that Donald Trump would declare victory early and then he would go on to, uh, 
that he would go on to question the results and threaten legal action and we've seen all of that play out over the last few days <laughs> that's my board dude oh, everybody on the right is just starting to chant rudy rudy <laughs> rudy did you listen to it, to yeah, it and then giuliani showed up in a dildo shop <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Did you listen back to our predictions when I said because there's a couple of them that we can't verify yet, like Trump firing Fauci, which still might happen, it hasn't happened. The yeah. pardons uh, still might be coming down the right. pipeline, and those are still <clears> ones are, that are those that are, are like on between the board. now and yeah. January twenty whatever twenty first. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say in there with Trump firing Fauci is the prediction I made? Did I say anything about Esper because he was nope. in, he was Not in my notes? Tape. I had like four people written down. I didn't think I went through it. No, uh, uh, Fauci was the only one. Mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Fauci he seemed like the, the most likely, yet, but yet to be determined. And then the pardons that you predicted, those are still up in the air, too. And like, all of that stuff will stay, but I figure we might as well award points. Since we're here, if you want to put more predictions on the board, uh, you're welcome to do that. Um, because now we're, now we're post-election. We are at a point where, like, I... Today was the first day uh, that I thought to myself, like, fuck trump might freak out at this point like this it, point, reality might hit him soon so any predictions from right now until inauguration day i feel like are like the the vegas sucker bets you know like the 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 bets on the super bowl that are just obscure like yeah the first point's gonna be scored by a safety or something like that right so i i'll, I'll make one i'll make I, one and, also and i'm gonna say that trump spends more than 50 percent of his final days at a golf course okay um, mine will be that Trump will still not uh, see uh, defeat. He still won't admit that he got defeated, but he will see his base slowly slip away. At least, like in terms of uh, the uh, Tucker Carlson's and the people that have supported him, will eventually realize it's untenable and will just cut ties. I wonder how long it takes for. Uh, I think like, that's what we're gonna see over the next seventy days. Re- Republicans in Congress, like. I wonder how long it takes for Republicans to count because McConnell is still— It's already started happening. Yeah. But only with the four small that fish. it normally happens small, the with. The small fish have already it, uh, gotten away. Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Ben Sass made comments. But McConnell today uh, said that it's not up to the media to make uh, to call an election. What the fuck? And— um, and Lindsey Graham is like, man, he is out there just pitching. He's Q. Like, Lindsey Graham is Q. Way to re-elect it, Q. It fits. It fits, though, because we all remember the Kavanaugh hearing. After it was all said and done, the the rant that Graham went on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, I'm going to change one of my – or I'm going to amend one of my former predictions – I expect that his like hardened supporters are going to back him, and I like like gonna, yeah. I don't think he'll, we're going to see some kind of. I don't think he'll right, lose that like, support. Far right march on Washington, like Proud Boys march on Washington, yeah. or some shit like that. Unite like, the right three, like the Klan actually out in fucking hoods and shit. <laughs> like yeah, like you, you want to see the pointed hats. I don't want to well, see. Well, obviously that. you don't, don't want to see, see the it, pointed hats. That's your. That's that's but, the prediction. Like the pre- might see a pointed hat here and there. The prediction is that like fascists will march. Um, I can see it. 
because I can definitely see it. Yeah. And with fascists marching will be Twitter moms who like I can save the children moms. I can definitely see demonstrations. I, I don't see violence. The only way violence happens if it winds up like a Charlottesville where there's two opposing forces well, or yeah. like Kenosha where there's two opposing sides. But, but I think with again, social media and the side, like, but that's it's easier what, than that's ever what's going to happen, right? Meet. Because like if yeah. the Klan yeah. is out with hoods, Antifa oh, shows up. And. You also, Trump if, spoke if, if Antifa march, into if proud, existence. If the Proud Boys march, there, there's going to be violence. Yeah, absolutely. Whether, whether or not guns get pulled out, there's definitely right. going to be fist fights in the streets. Do you, oh, yeah. That's, we're in for a, a rough two months. Did, do you feel like that Trump spoke Antifa into fucking existence? Well, I don't, he brought him, brought him back. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like, at least in this era, American of American society, like, that was not a thing under Obama. Nobody well, fucking yeah, talked when, about so Antifa. That wasn't... 2017, first go around late late 2016, early 2017, first time they showed up. At, like, Berkeley or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you, could, you could make the argument that he right. spoke him into existence because his vitriol is really what brought him to us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I it, Interesting... You know, it it's it's humans we we have equal and opposite reactions. It's just like physics. Right. If if you're gonna be a dick on one end of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum is gonna be like, I got a bigger dick. Right. Yeah. Just wait till one Saturday afternoon when everything flips on its fucking head. So <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Um so that's a fine place to end it unless you have any quick predictions other than what we've already added but i mean we'll we'll keep going through this as it is appropriate um but yeah i mean i think that's a fine place for the week we'll be back soon um you can find us on twitter and facebook my final prediction is that you will review the podcast there you go that was a good way to do it (laughs) like subscribe review um, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook uh, at TDAP Dark, and episodes come out regularly on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see what fun stuff happens between now and the next time. But um, until then, here's your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. All right, so Hillary Clinton is still refusing to accept the real reason she lost to President-elect Donald Trump. Now, instead of just acknowledging that she was a terribly flawed, corrupt candidate with a very long track record of failure and a large majority of American voters didn't like, thought was dishonest, Hillary Clinton is now blaming everything but herself for her election loss. Last night at a swanky party in New York City, all her and her liberal elitist donor friends, they went out there and she's blaming the FBI, Vladimir Putin, Russian hacking for her historic defeat. The Devil's Advocate podcast is a Fever Heart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condit and co-hosted by Franklin Everhart and Jim Hellman. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review.